What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. Hope you're doing amazing. Um, been a good day so far for me. Recording this today on Thursdays uh, at 6.30 p.m. Um, earlier, I've been having some trouble with my uh, left groin. And, like, it. I think I think it all started when I, uh, I deadlifted 500 pounds, sumo deadlifted 500 pounds about... I want to say four, four, three or four months ago, and ever since then, I kind of could tell that my left adductor was kind of just off. Like I, I felt it in movements. I felt it when I was doing like squats or Bulgarian split squats, and me being the stubborn ass I am, did nothing about it because me being the stubborn ass I am just waits till it gets absolutely awful, and then I go see somebody. Um, so. Yeah, I went and saw um, a friend of mine who's a physical physical therapist. She's amazing, um, Jenna Summers. Um, I, I think I'm gonna put her uh, her Instagram here in my uh, in, in the show notes of this. But uh, she's, I mean, she's awesome. She's very knowledgeable. And if, if anybody knows me, like I take my body very seriously. Um, so f- for me to be able to give uh, give that up in, in a sense and like not do it on my own, um, I, I mean, she she helped me through my um, hip surgery, and she helped she's helped me today. After I went and saw her through, um, just for it was about an hour long, but um, yeah, she's she's awesome. So I'm gonna put her Instagram in uh, the show notes of this podcast if you want to reach out to her if you had things going on. Um, so feel free to do that. But uh, but yeah, so I mean, we just did some simple things like some simple internal external rotation of my hip, some simple like activation exercises, and just it's so interesting to me how it's this this whole. And I was talking to her about this, but like. This whole body thing, like, it's just so interesting because, like, she was telling, she, she, we, we both agree that I have the strength, I have the, like, I have the stabilization. It's like I don't have the mobility, but that, that's that, that can be fixed, right? But even then, it's like understanding, like, where your pelvis is, understanding where if your hip is actually internally rotating or if it's your lower back, and like stuff like that. Like to this day, I, I just learned so much from all this, and it's honestly like. It goes back to me in like school because I don't school is fucking bored the hell out of me. Like I hated school. I hated being there. I mean I like I like my friends and we did stupid stuff, so that was fun. But like beyond that, like didn't give a shit in English. Don't care about science. Like it wasn't that cool to me. But like this stuff I will learn forever and ever because it's so interesting to me. It's 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 always a evolving puzzle that has to get solved. And like it, that's why I think like I mean, obviously, school is not for everybody, but uh, yeah. I mean, if if I would have gone the regular school route, I would be miserable right now. I can tell you for sure, but I, I haven't, and I'm I'm now loving my life. So uh, yeah, I don't know where that came from, but that was just kind of the intro. Um, so hip hip and groin are feeling a bit better. Going to do some things for the next two weeks, and then kind of check back. Uh, hopefully, get back into some heavy lifting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's a if, if there's one thing you can get out of it, like reach out or or take care of things before they get to the point where. You can't do something because that's my worst thing. I wait until I can't squat or I can't deadlift, and then I go do something. It's like, why not just take care of it beforehand? So, um, yeah, that's my kind of thoughts for the be- beginning of this podcast. Um, I Honestly, so this podcast is called The, the Reality of Fitness, and I, I don't – this is this topic. Normally, for podcasts, I take the time to write things out. I, t- I take the time to write down my thoughts. I take time to gather things in which order I want to speak in, but – this podcast, I'm honestly just gonna kind of free ball, and that's because like there, it's just this. It was a thought that's been on my mind for a little bit. It's like it's like when you think about something, and like it's not a huge thought, but every now and then you'll kind of just like randomly think about it. 
in the past couple days with some conversations I've had with people, this is becoming more and more apparent. And it's just something I kind of want to hit on. And it's the thought of, you know what to do. You know to eat right and work out. You know that. I know that. We all know that. But why aren't you doing it? It's normally not a lack of information. It's normally not a lack of motivation. It's normally not a lack of education. It's normally, it has nothing really to do with fitness. And and what I mean is, it's normally past relationships you've had. It's normally, you know, if you have a stressful work-life balance. It's normally, uh, if you have kids, or it's normally something outside the actual scope of fitness that leads you to emotional eat, that leads you to not work out. That like, It's normally not the fitness that is your, the part that's holding you back because you know what to do. You're just not doing it. And, and that's kind of the, the thing. Like, it, When and if, if and when you can figure out the answer to that question, why aren't you doing it? I think the, the unlock comes from there. And for everybody, that's that's different for everybody because it, it very well could just be that simply you don't have a proper plan. Like you, you just don't – you have no clue. Like you don't have a plan. Yeah, you know to eat right and work out. But like what does that look like? What do the workouts look like? What does that look like in terms of how many reps should I do? How many sets should I do? How, how many calories to eat? It, that could certainly be it. And for a lot of people I coach, that, that is definitely it. Like they just don't have – they don't have a solid plan. And this kind of goes into if you don't – have a solid plan it's hard to be consistent I I think people are very hard on themselves because they're not you may not be as consistent as you like but then again you don't even have a plan so what are you being consistent with it's like it's one thing to just be lazy and not do it that's one thing but like even then like if you don't have a plan what are you doing like what where where are you trying to go what are you trying to do You're, you're being inconsistent with you're being consistent with being inconsistent because you have no clue what to do. So, again, the, the educational piece as far as, like, you know to eat right and work out, obviously, but having a plan to do that, that, that is certainly one thing. And that, and that is certainly, for a lot of you out there listening, that may be it, which, you know, if that's the case – a ton of free resource out there. I have 52 free workouts. I have YouTube videos. I have articles. Like, I have all those things. Also have coaching. If, if you're interested in coaching, I'm going to link my um, application form here in the show notes below. So feel free to head there. But beyond that, it's – so taking that out of the equation, let, let's say it's not that. And let's say you're just having trouble because, you know, you, you quote-unquote self-sabotage yourself. That is something I've heard in the past few days more than I ever have in my entire life. And I, and I hear it a lot. It's a, it's a common thing. But this is something that you self-sabotage yourself. Why? What does that mean? Again, it could be something as simple as realizing just because you go over your calories one day doesn't mean that you fucked up. It could be as simple as that. Like for some people, that that right there is an unlock. Like, oh shit, like, okay, I can just keep going and like not not let one bad night turn into one bad month. And like that right there can certainly be a changer, a game changer for you. Beyond that, you have to realize that it's it's normally something that's, you know, like I said before, it may be a past relationship, and maybe what happened with you growing up, and maybe what happened with you after you had your baby, whatever it is. But you have to get to the point of conquering that before you truly conquer anything else and where am i going with this i'm not a mental i'm not a psychologist i'm not a mental health professional i strongly urge and recommend you to feel free to speak with a mental health professional i think that's fucking amazing and i think that's absolutely badass you should definitely do that like 
everybody I've talked to who does that absolutely loves it. So, I mean, feel free. Please do that. I think that's fucking amazing. I think that's honestly a thing that is not talked about enough. Um, like, for example, one of the one of the best coaches, in my opinion, in this fitness space is Jordan Syatt. And he he's continuously starting to talk about his experience with going to therapy. And he, he's, he says, he's like, listen, like, I didn't realize how much I needed this. Like, this has been an absolutely fucking amazing experience. So, again, please feel free to do that. But... I can't I can't tell you how to fix that. What I can tell you though is fitness is going to be a big driver of that. And why is that? Let's kind of break it down. When when you when you actually start eating right and working out, what does this do for you? And again, I've had this discussion with a few of my clients this week. What this does for you is normally we like to be in control. We don't like to we don't like to feel like we're not in control. And when you're not eating right, when you're not feeling well, when you're not working out, when, when you have all this stress, like you, you feel like you're not in control. So that creates nothing but a negative feedback loop for you. It's just like you feel overwhelmed, you feel stressed, you feel upset because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing with your diet, with your workout, with your work, with your spouse, with your kids. It's just this nonstop, constant back and forth negative feedback loop. Whereas when you start to introduce fitness into the equation, you start to get a positive feedback loop. And, and what does this look like? You start walking for 10 minutes a day and you start writing down everything you eat. From there, you're going to feel better. You're going to, you're going to feel better about yourself. You're going to have more energy. You're going to have better health. You're going to eat better foods probably, better portions, start losing weight. You're going to feel good. So that's going to be a positive feedback loop for you. Just that simple – those two simple tasks can start to make your – can start to make a positive impact and a positive feedback loop in your life. So what does this do? You start to feel better? Okay, cool. You want to feel even more – even more better. You want to start to feel even better. So, okay, now you go to 30 minute workouts and you start tracking your calories, feel even better. Okay, cool. You start to go to a 60 minute workout and start, you know, hitting your calories consistently and losing weight and, and, you know, getting stronger and achieving all your goals. But without taking that initial action to start that feedback loop, that never would have happened. You, you, you never would have gotten to the point where, you're, you know, you're working out three or four times a week consistently about, you know, 45 minutes to 70 minutes with hitting calories, with getting, you know, 10,000 steps a day. But no matter if you're from the beginning of, okay, cool, I'm going for a 10-minute walk and I'm writing down my foods, or if you're on the other end of the spectrum where, you know, you're working out three or four times a week for about an hour each and you're tracking your calories, no matter where you are on that spectrum, there's going to now be a positive feedback loop in your life and in your brain, because here's the thing, like when you and I had this discussion with a client earlier this week, when you constantly start something, go off, start something, go off, go off track, you quote unquote mess up, you have this this in your head happens over and over and over and over again. So you you almost become expected to have that happen. And that happens in your head before it even happens. Like you 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 think that, yeah, okay, I'm gonna start this. This this could this can be consciously or subconsciously. Yeah, I'm going to start this, but I'm probably going to fall off at some point. And when I do, like, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll just quit and have to restart again. Like, habits are a funny thing because, the more, again, the more you do something, that's how you form a habit. So if you're constantly feeling stressed, feeling overwhelmed, feeling like you're not in control, feeling like you can't do something, that's going to be your approach to everything. So if you can just somehow start to get a positive feedback loop in your life, no matter what it is, but... That's why fitness can start to actually change your life. Like, and I think people use that like phrase, change your life. They throw it around very often without having like an actual backing to it. 
But I truly believe that this can actually change your life because the more you start to get positivity in your life and in your day, you're going to be pretty hard pressed to find somebody who doesn't like positivity in their life and who doesn't get motivated from having a positive feedback loop in their life. Okay, cool. You start to feel better from exercise and working out. Now you feel you feel in control. You feel in control of, okay, cool. I, I can feel better if I work out. Okay, cool. Next time you get... Next time you get upset, okay, cool. Like normally I go to eat food. Like normally, normally I'm an emotional eater, but I know that because I've been exercising, working out, like I'm in control. Like if I want to, like I, I'm in control to how I feel. So now when these things come back around, you, you very well could say, well, well, like I'm in control. So like, yeah, this sucks. Yeah. I'm upset. Yeah. I'm frustrated, but like, okay, cool. I'm the one who's in control and I can make the decisions I want to, because again, you have you have built up the self-efficacy. You have built up the evidence for yourself to say, yes, I am in control of my actions. Like, yes, I, I am the one who makes the decisions. I'm the one who's in, in control. And if I if I choose not to, I don't have to succumb to the emotional eating or the stress eating. Or I guess what I'm trying to say is you're in control. And, and that's something that often people feel like they're not in control. They feel like their job is in control. They feel like their stress is in control. They feel like their emotions are in control. They feel like everything's in control but them. And so when that happens, you kind of just say, hey, well, fuck it. I kind of give up. Like, okay, okay, like I feel upset. Okay, cool, I'm gonna go eat. Like I, I, I can't help how I feel. And it's the more you do things to put yourself in the driver's seat, I truly believe that can kind of get you to a point in your life where you are now making decisions because you are in control, not because something is controlling you. It's it's like, it's the reverse of, it's action versus reaction. You are you are reacting to the emotion, to the stress, to you know not wanting to confront your boss or not wanting to bring up a touchy subject with a friend. That's a reaction. Whereas now, because of fitness, where you take action and you're in control, and you like how you feel, that kind of circle right there is probably going to bleed into the rest of your life. So if that bleeds into the rest of your life, then you start to be more in control of your emotions when you when when you when you used to eat. Now you're in control so you don't eat. And that's how I think this kind of change starts to starts to come about. It's 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 yes, like calories and macros and and workouts and all these things, but it has to it has to be on a deeper level or you're only your your change is either only only going to be a limited or b short term because if you're not making the behavioral changes along with it then you're not going to see those changes but again if you can make if you can implement these strategies and then that will go to changing your behavioral because you're seeing actual change most people get unmotivated or demotivated because they're not seeing change or, or they're, they're not not sure if the effort they put in is going to get them to where they want to be. It's going to make them see the change they want. But again, if you go back to fitness, if you put in the effort, if you count your calories, if you do the exercise, if you be consistent, if you put the effort in, you're going to see the results you're looking for. And I think that kind of pattern in your brain, the more that is, the more that is apparent, the more weight you lose, the more the stronger you get, the more results you see, the better you know, the better your relationship with food is. The more that happens, the more you're then able to bleed that into the rest of your life. Because again, it's 
it's a habit that okay cool if i put the if if i take control and put the work in i will see the results i want so then again that leads into whether it's at work or whether it's with a spouse or whether with your kids or whether whatever that is for you you can then start to change the way your behaviors are because of fitness the results you've seen in fitness so I, that's kind of what I, what I wanted to jam on today. Um, again, I, I, I truly, I didn't really know, but I think that's kind of what I want to talk about. Um, it's just that so many people are, and, and this may be you listening. I, I don't want to say you're, I don't want to say hiding from the issue, but it's almost like you're trying to get around the issue. You're, you're trying to, honestly, I think this has some, some reasons why people do things like, you know, do keto or cut out other carbs or, or do things like that because, it's fucking hard to like change your behavior patterns. It's fucking hard to change your mental thoughts. Like those are difficult tasks that require a ton of physical and mental energy. But again, like going back to something you've probably heard growing up forever, like the more effort and the more work it requires, normally the bigger return on your investment you're going to have. Like normally the the bigger change you are going to see. So um, I guess how I want to end this podcast is, don't be afraid to attack the things that are going to probably seem the most, the, the hardest to overcome or, or the hardest to face or the biggest challenges to kind of go through because that is normally where you end up actually changing your life and actually changing your, your behavior patterns and, and making lifestyle changes. Again, like these terms like making life changes or lifestyle habit changes or, or healthy, like healthy eating changes, like all this comes from a place where you have to change upstairs first before you change your actions. And the more you change upstairs, the more your actions are going to follow because your the, the action or the, the thoughts in your head are going to dictate your actions, right? So the more you do that, focus on behavioral changes, focus on and again, like that's what I'm saying, fitness can be a great lubricator for that. A, a great Almost like an example for how you want to live the rest of your life in control, you know, putting in the effort, it, whatever, whatever effort you put in, you're going to get a result from that effort, however much effort you put in. If you put in 10%, you're going to get 10% out. If you're going to get 100% in, you're going to put 100% out. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what, what I wanted to jam on today. Um, if, if nothing else, I hope this, I, I hope my last, you know, whatever it is, 18 minute rant I just went on, um, at least sparked a thought in your head. And I think that for me and and some of my content, like I have content where it's like eat this many calories or do this or do that. And it's very short, quick to the point. But on a platform like this where I can go a bit more in depth, I, I hope to at least spark a thought in your head that gets you thinking about your specific scenario. Because I, 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 can, I can remember so many times where I'm listening to podcasts or songs or something like that where it's like, I heard what the person was saying and I took what that person was saying and then thought about it in the terms of my life or my goals or, or whatever was going on in, in my certain circumstance. So if nothing else, I hope this, if you've listened thus far, I hope this has at least sparked a thought in your head to where you can take this and run with it. And again, like if you want my help or if you have a question or like you want to reach out to me, please feel free to do so. But I hope at least this sparked a thought that can be the kind of kind of the light switch or the firecracker that kind of gets you going in the direction you want to go. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's what I have so far for you guys. So um, 
If you listen, I appreciate you. Um, again, this was kind of just a, a random, you know, 6.30 on a, on a Thursday night, wanted to randomly talk about this this topic. So uh, that's how this podcast came about. But uh, I appreciate you. If you listen this far, thank you. Again, I hope it sparks a thought. Um, if you have kind of like a rebuttal to what I was saying or if you have like your own thoughts about what I've been saying this last 20 minutes, please feel free to shoot me an email. Please feel free to, you know, leave a comment in the section of iTunes. Like I definitely want to hear from you because, again, this is something that's very – it's very interesting to me. So, uh, yeah, beyond that, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. We will talk soon. Thank you.